What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sam Boner Show. I'm your host, Sam Boner Mick. This is another segment, Mondays with Mick. Although this is no ordinary Monday, folks. It just happens to be the Tuesday after Memorial Day weekend. Hope everybody had an unbelievable, unbelievable Memorial Day weekend. Oh my God, man alive. It's taken me every ounce of energy to uh, get through this, this episode here, but appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, nothing but just unbelievable love and support over the weekend. The Sandboner Nation coming on strong. You gotta love it. Again, hope everybody had an awesome Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we were firing on all cylinders, as I like to say. Just an overall beautiful, beautiful weekend in the Sam Boner hood. Look, it's not so often you get, you know, a good batch of weather. It's always hit or miss April, May. Like nobody likes going down to the Phillies games in April or May. Going down to the shore. Look, Memorial Day weekend, that's a tradition. If you can get down there for a day, two days, you got to do it. There's nothing better and getting down to the Jersey Shore during like the Memorial Days, the Labor Days, the 4th of July. Yeah. Is it a racket getting down there? Sure. Is it a racket getting out of there? Sure. But once you're settled in, grab yourself a nice ice cold beverage. Again, there is no better place, in my humble opinion, than hanging out at the Jersey Shore. Sea Isle City, shout out. Oh, man. Let's run it back, baby. Let's run it back. But that's either here or there. We still got two weeks of school under our belt, two more weeks of youth sports. We all got to hunker down. We all got to get through it. The real summer officially won't get kicked off until right around June 22nd, June 23rd. But like I said, not every week or not every Memorial Day weekend, you get some good, good weather. We're talking 70 and sunny all day Saturday. We're on the beach. Yeah, the girls are wearing long sleeves. I even put on a hoodie right around like 5 36 o'clock, but the kids were in the water. All was good in the hood. Man alive, like I said in previous episodes, it's a long winded grind. Five, six, seven months of just muddling through the cold air, the cold weather, the rain. It's just miserable here in Pennsylvania, but all is good again. Happy to just be alive and well with the Jersey Shore on the break of another big, big summer for the Sam Boners 2023. Again, this is Mondays with Mick. I'm here to get you through. Trust me. I get it. Tuesday slaps you right in the face. Reality bites. Again, it's like almost two o'clock. It took me six hours just to get my bearings together. Uh, it's been nothing but a fog here on Tuesday. I'm sure half of you are blowing off work. I'm sure the other half can't wait till Friday. The countdown is already on. But, dude, again, appreciate everybody tuning in here at the Sam Boner Show. Everything is brought to you by Not For Long Media. Uh, just a, an unbelievable crew that we've been part of for the past you know, six to eight months. Colin and I are chopping it up regularly here on the Sam Boner Show. Uh, nothing but good things ahead. The location episodes, the call to the bullpen, the special featured guest. I think it was Danny from Angelo's called me this morning at like 5.45. Hey, man, hey, Mick, you up? Hey, I got tickets to uh, the Luke Bryant concert. I'm like, Danny, well, it's fucking 5.45 the day after Memorial Day weekend. Like, dude, I, I but nah, man, there's a lot of love out there, a lot of support out there. You know we're going to keep on Sam Bone, and we hope you keep on Sam Bone too. 
Hoagie Month coming to a close. Hoagie Month is coming to a close. Man, oh, dude, what do we do here? Look, we rolled out a calendar, Sambo Nation. We rolled out a calendar in the beginning of the year. And we are up against uh, six more months. Is it six more months? Seven more months. June was supposed to be specialty month. We're tossing around the idea of doing a beer month, maybe a brewery tour. Uh, I'm kind of on that brewery tour, but I think we're we're up against an audible. Our first audible of the year is is coming to a near. Uh, Hoagie month has been an awesome, awesome month. June, right around the corner. I'm thinking we're leaning towards barbecue season, grilling season, maybe grill month. Stay tuned for more. But like I said, you got to get out there. You got to Sam bone it. Maybe we make it easier for you. We just do some backyard grilling vids and just keep the good times rolling. But man, what an awesome weekend, Memorial Day weekend, hitting the beach up on Saturday. Head over to Avalon, hooked up with some friends and family over at Avalon. Fortunate enough to get some time at the pool. We were posted up right next to the Princeton. That brings me to a good point. Like, what is the number one bar in all of the Jersey Shore? Like, the Princeton just is one of those classic, classic places. Right on 20, 21st Street, Avalon, New Jersey. Butts up right against the White Briar. On Friday night, these guys were, you know, posted up outside, just hanging out by the pool. Like, 10 o'clock, 10.30, the line was longer than the nor'easter on a 4th of July weekend and we're talking we're talking 2 to 3 maybe 4000 people lined up around two blocks waiting to get into Princeton and I'm thinking to myself I'm wondering like if these people are waiting like who's leaving like if you're in the Princeton once you're in there like why are you leave it right if it's obviously the place to be but I'm sure everywhere across the Jersey Shore was the same way you got Canaan's in the inlet over in Wildwood, the OD, shenanigans, the poor house, the Orr house, the Lullum and, and Sea Isle. I mean, the fucking town was bumping, baby. It was bumping. The Roaring Twenties are here. You can see it. There's no better, better time to be a Sam Boner. So, again, appreciate everybody tuning in. Monday's with Mick. I'm here to get you by. Trust me, I've been there. I've done that. You're probably, st- you're probably staring a hole right through your fucking computer for the last five hours. And, uh, you know, all you got to do is just hit the power button and click that puppy right on and boom, you got some emails to read. Maybe you send a couple out, but honestly, I get you. It's Tuesday. Don't break a leg. (laughs) That's ideal. Half the world is working right now. So with that said, we're wrapping up Hoagie Month. We're gearing up for a new month in June. Uh, A couple things to recap over the weekend. Uh, One of my favorite events, the Indy 500. And and, and I didn't catch any of it, but I do have a ton of respect for the Indy 500 that took place over the Memorial Day weekend. Yosef Newgarden. Yosef Newgarden collects the the top prize, $3.6 million payout. Uh, One of the largest purses in Indy 500 history. A total of $17 million go into purse money for the Indy 500. And this dude takes home takes home a clean $3.6 million. These guys are absolutely insane. And it takes a special, special breed to be a NASCAR driver. And it takes an even more special breed to be a Indy 500 race car driver. We're talking 235 
miles per hour, 185 around the corner. They literally have their life on the line for a good five, six hours while this race is taking place. Just an unbelievable event, a bucket list event for me. I'd love to get to the Indy 500. I'd also love to get to the Daytona 500. I have accumulated a massive amount of respect for race car drivers as a whole. It is such a, a unique sport. Yeah, it can be boring. You go to the Coca-Cola 600 and you watch these guys just fucking go around and around and around and around. But like there's an art, there's a strategy, all the guys working in the pit, ex-Marines, ex-NFL guys just, you know, turned into these engineers. And there's just this cool little group effort around, you know, what it takes to succeed in the uh, the NASCAR and the Indy circuit. So shout out to Yosef Nugard and 3.6 million payout. Whew. Holy shit. Let's go. Uh, let's go flip it over to the Phils, the fighting Phils. You know, just when I thought the Phils were going to catch a little fire. Now, granted, they split the series against the Atlanta Braves. Four games. They each won two. I happened to be at the business person special. Uh, did a little field trip chaperone. Sam Murmet coming in with the field trip chaperone. My first chaperoning experience. As sadly as that may sound, um, my wife usually does all the chaperoning. But, hey, it was a Phillies game. You got to jump in on that. If it was a Phillies game or a concert or something along those lines, leave it up to the dad to do the chaperoning. But we had a ton of fun. We head down. It was weather day at Citizens Bank Park. So we're hanging out with Bill Henley and Hurricane Schwartz. Bryson Stott came out, did a little speech, knocked some balls off the tee into the crowd. The, the, the Fanavision cameras were going crazy. Just an awesome, awesome event for all the kids. And that experience at Citizens Bank Park, honestly, it's like none other that I've ever been to. And I haven't been on I haven't been to every uh, baseball park in the, in the country, but Citizens Bank Park just does it right. The Philly fanatic brings it all together. And that game, that business person special, they were down 5 nothing and came storming all the way back. It was the game Trey Turner hit the, uh, the two-run homer to tie in the ninth, and that was an 0-2 count with two outs. He forced it back to 2-2, hit the ding-dong. And Alex Boehm came up and, and walked it off. And, you know, even uh, even the skipper Thompson, Coach Thompson, came out and said that might have been the best win we've had in close to three years as an organization. And they're the types of wins that you would think catapult your team to get back above that 500 mark. But, nope, here we are sitting 25 and 28. We're heading to, uh, we're heading to New York. We're heading to Brooklyn to play the Mets. Oh, my God, I despise the Mets more than any other baseball organization in the entire country. I hate the Mets. But uh, if anybody wants to Sam Bone while they're at Shea Stadium, you go right ahead. Here's another funny story I had. And I don't take this to, to, to heart with anybody, but I'm just not educated when it comes to you, uh, the, the peanut allergy. So, right, like all our kids have to go to school using like a specific kind of peanut butter. That's all I know about the peanut allergy. I'm just kind of oblivious to it. But I respect the rules and we go out and get the right, you know, oil, butter or whatever we got to use for. It's disgusting, by the way. But anyway, my wife, my, my, not my, wife, my daughter and I, we, we go to the concession. She grabs a box of uh, popcorn. I grab a box of peanuts, not a box of peanuts, a bag of peanuts. We get back to the seats. And as soon as we sit down, as soon as we sit down. This guy taps on my shoulder and was like, hey, buddy, just a, uh, just a quick forewarning. Uh, my daughter has a peanut allergy. And I'm like, all right, my daughter has a peanut allergy. Like, okay, I guess I can't eat these peanuts. I have no idea, like, 
what that entails. Like the, are you not allowed to smell the peanuts or, or I don't get it. Right. And he's like, ah, you know, just, I think if she ate one or two, she would be fine. But like, just, I appreciate, I'm just like, yeah, no problem. Like no problem at all. Caught me off guard. I'm like, is it like the smell? Like what exactly am I, you know, preventing from, you know, your daughter getting this allergy or get, you know, and, I, and I'm just like, I'm just lost. I've never had anybody ever ask me that in, in a ballpark game. So I kind of felt a little uncomfortable. I didn't open up the bag of peanuts. Turns out they were in the wrong seat. He left two minutes later and I, I banged those puppies open and we were, we were cracking away, but whatever. That's either here or there. I thought I'd share it. It's an interesting uh, development on the, uh, the peanut allergy uh, topic as far as that conversation goes. Cause it's, 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 it's new to us, right? Growing up as a kid that we would take peanut butter and jellies into school all the time. We'd hammer those back. I was a big GIF guy, big GIF guy, or my dad was a big GIF guy. But I like GIF. I like it extra creamy. But uh, yeah, man, that's all I think we got today. No, actually, I got a lot more. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, man, that's right. Woo! So, so you sports, we're in high gear here. It's playoff season for the Dodgers. We got a big, big game tonight against the Pirates. The Pittsburgh Pirates are flying in. And the Dodgers will be hosting those guys at the local park. 544 kickoff. Uh, I think there's some tickets still available if anybody wants to check that out. But, dude, the travel scene is in high gear, too. And we had one hell of a rodeo uh, last Thursday night uh, down in the, the Yardley section of PA. And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting, man. These kids are really starting to grow up and you know, become men. Like I can hear it in my, my son's voice. And, and, you know, every once in a while you'll come across a team that has a guy that, you know, quite frankly, may have drove to the game. I I'm pretty sure I watched this kid speed off in his BMW, this 12 year old got into his BMW threw his backpack in the trunk and took off. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. You know, it's just interesting to see these kids grow up, but they're aggressive, man. So like every once in a while you come across a team that has a kid that's just like, an absolute fucking monster like he's fully built he's got a, he's got a little whisker action coming off his mustache and like you know his muscles are bigger than mine and that's not saying a lot i got a, I got a bad dad body here I'm, I'm dealing with but whatever it's either here nor there well there was a situation where this fucking kid and look he gets caught up in the moment i think that the parents did a good job of talking to him the coaches did a good job of talking to him but in the heat of the moment a pop up the first base. This kid levels our first baseman. I'm like, holy shit. Next thing you know, parents are rampage. What the fuck was that? Bah, 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 bah. And, and I hope I'm not getting any trouble for talking about this. But like my point and why I'm bringing it up is because I, I'm a culprit of it. And I've become so much better at controlling my emotions uh, during a youth baseball game. A, a, again, 12 year old baseball game. Like, guys. They're in sixth grade, sixth and seventh grade, but the emotions that can somehow some sometimes ride really high in the stands with the parents is out of control. It's out of control. And I know for a fact it's going on around the entire country. Parents, including me, we all need to chill the f out. Let the coaches do their jobs. And quickly, we all did kind of come together. I mean, there was like probably eight or nine parents screaming for a, a, a good, a good minute, two minutes. The coaches cleared the benches. Everybody's fucking going nuts. And like for a second, I'm thinking to myself like, all right, man, I hope this team doesn't get shut down. This isn't fair to the kids they are out here trying to have fun. And, and we quickly got it together. I yelled something. Another guy agreed. He yelled something, but like I was bringing this up to a couple other friends of mine and 
the stories that they were telling me about some of the situations that they've experienced in their local little league towns and just the way the react, the, the way these, some of these parents just react about these situations. It, it's, it's absurd and it needs to be fixed because again, at the end of the day, this is not about you. This is not about me. This is not about the coaches really. It's about the kids. So, you know, if you're out there and you see it happen, keep your composure, hold it together. I know it's frustrating. Again, I'm a hothead and I'll admit it. I've gotten a lot better. I've been put in my place. And, you know, for what it's worth, we need to do a better job of supporting the kids and stop worrying about, you know, the situation and making it all about you. So I'll just leave that at that. Uh, while I was in Yardley, I continued my uh, I continued my brewery tour. So I, I've hit the Warwick Brewing at Warwick, PA. Great little spot. Uh, I followed that up with the Wissahickon Brewing right off of Ridge, Kelly Drive, the Schoolhouse Lane right back there. And then right in Yardley, PA, Vault Brewing. Not a bad spot. Not a bad spot. Met a buddy Mark over there. Uh, they've been in business 11 years. Dude, the, the, the town of Yardley is, is very cool. It's very historic, very unique. Uh, there's a couple cool restaurants right around the corner, right on the Delaware River, where the Revolutionary War took place. Shout out to Rock, who did a review all about the Revolutionary War. If you want to see it, reach out to me. I'll share it with you. Uh, I doubt that that happens. But uh, just a cool overall town. Just everything about it is, is unique to that town. There's no like major Rita's and Dairy Queens or maybe a Wawa in there. But other than that, it's all just kind of the one-stop shop you'll only find it there in Yardley definitely worth the trip not too far from uh that big farm Shady Brook Farms right there in in Yardley which is an unbelievable place to go to around the holidays they do it they do it they do it upright for for all the kids um but no that's all I could think of today I am I am burnt like a crisp um I am so happy that Memorial Day weekend has arrived it's very very sad that it quickly uh, came to a close, but I got a, I got a big hunch that we're in for one hell of a summer. Again, I can't thank everybody enough for all the love and support. Uh, the sand boner train is, is running a million miles an hour. Uh, I don't think the wheels are, are about to turn, uh, fall off either. Uh, we encourage everybody to get out there and sand bone it, support a local, uh, show us what you got. Give us just a quick little glimpse of you know, who you are and, and what you can bring to the table, because at the end of the day, we're just having fun here uh, at the Sam Boners, the Sam Boner show. Appreciate everybody tuning in. The latest location episode, Sea Isle City, was a ton of fun. Appreciate everybody out there that supported the Sea Isle City episode. And there's more more to come here at the Sam Boner Sam Boner show. So, again, these are short. These are sweet. These are simple. 20 minutes. Morning with Mick, although it is Tuesday, and uh, I'm pretty sure we're, we're all miserable at this point. But cheer up, folks. The summer is here. Keep on Sam Bonin. Love you all. And without further ado, a big, 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 big thank you to our sponsors, the Original Fudge Kitchen. Without the Original Fudge Kitchen, I wouldn't be able to sit here and just blab and blab and blab. And a big special thanks to Corpolese Italian Bakery uh, for supporting the Sam Boner Show. Um, it's been an, an unbelievable ride, and uh, we're going to keep on rolling, baby. So, Sam Boner out. Have a great, great week. We'll catch up with you soon.